Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. The Bengals and the Bills are the two best teams in the AFC, and they face off Sunday night football. Who should be the favorite? Oh, without a doubt, it's Cincinnati. I think the Bengals, they're back. I mean, the Bengals kind of own the Bills. I feel like it's a bad matchup for the Bills. I think that the Bengals probably win this one fairly easily. Mike Danger. I give them a chance against Cincinnati, and I think they could beat Cincinnati. Gene Bataglia. This is the team. For whatever reason, we can't get past here. The Lynn Paul Joseph. Break down the matchup tonight. Titans and Steelers. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. The World Series champions. That's what's in. Texas also set a new record going 11-0 on the road in the postseason. Corey Seager, your MVP. And now there are five current teams without a world title. Brandon Byro, welcome back. Two goals on the night. Turk is coming away with a 7-2 win over the Amherst. Well, there was only one Bobby Knight. He should be remembered for the great coaching he did. One of the greatest ever of all time. 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. It's happy hour. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. We appreciate you stopping by and listening at 95.7 FM, AM 950. Special tip of the cap to anybody listening along where we sound our best in the free-to-download Odyssey app or on your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. And we appreciate you helping us grow our community on YouTube and Twitch as well, where we're streaming live at the fan Rochester. Don't forget to like and subscribe on Mike Danger. That is Gene Bataglia. Yeah, and the Bills making another move. Three moves this week. Who would have saw that? First, it was Leonard Fournette to the practice squad. Leonard Fournette getting uh, acclimated to the Buffalo weather here today, uh, saying that uh, it's as cold as, uh, what was it? Uh, Cold as a penguin's ass. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I can't argue that. Well, here's the thing. Like, none of these moves, each move alone is like okay none of them were like earth shattering holy hell i can't believe they went out and did that but they had to do something yeah we it, all recognize that. right when we were joined by uh that brown i'm like wait a second russell douglas how did the bills get this guy for only a a pick swap well that kind of saying hey slow down here like he wasn't a starter in green bay they had two first round picks but Honestly, Danger, he's somebody who I would think can be corner two on this team. And if he balls out, he'll be corner two on this team next year. So to me, that is an upgrade. Leonard Fournette, potentially an upgrade. 
And what about the defensive tackle position? We really haven't talked about this because there's been other problems here with the Buffalo Bills, but losing Daquan Jones was a massive loss for this Buffalo he Bills. He was playing team. really, really he well. He was playing at a Pro Bowl level, and you're hoping that that peck injury, he can be okay. I've seen him, by the way. Like He's been in the tunnel. He's been around. So he hasn't been one of these guys, hey, I'm hurt, I'm not going to be around. No, he's been around, and that's good, which lends you to think that he's going to do everything he can to get ready uh, come playoff time. But in the interim, I'm sorry, there's a reason why Puna Ford was sitting out there in free agency or that Washington didn't want Tim Settleback. Now, you could say the same thing. Well, Gene, why did, uh, why did, why was so-and-so, Linville Joseph, sitting out there for so long? Well, he did this last year, and it, pre- it worked out pretty well for Philadelphia, did it not? He was a good uh, situational guy, defensive tackle, and uh, that's exactly what the Eagles did this time last year. He came in and joined Philadelphia on November 16th. So for a player getting up there in age, you don't need to sign with a team in the month of May here. Like, why not play a half right. a season? Doesn't want to be at training camp or be a part of any of that. And I don't think the Bills are going to ask him to do anything more than what he did last season down the stretch for the Eagles. He was on the field for 38% of the snaps and games that he was playing. 20 tackles total, a half sack in the regular season, and a tackle with a fumble recovery in the postseason for Philadelphia. So, you know, clearly a player whose best years are are behind him, but you're hoping can contribute to the Bills' efforts in stopping the run. A big, big man in the middle that you need to be a little bit more than what you got out of Puna Ford and Tim Settle here in this interim period while you're trying to figure out how you're going to replace Daquan Jones. Yeah, former second-round pick of the Giants, St. Croix. How many guys are from the Virgin Islands there, basically? But, uh, yeah, he didn't like the way kids were picking on him, so he committed himself to the weight room right when his body was coming into shape as a teenager. And then, look out, 6'4", 329, his listed weight. So that's an interesting signing today by the Buffalo Bills, and, and we may see him, and we may see Rasul Douglas as soon as Sunday night against Cincinnati in some way, shape, or form. Somebody we know we won't see, and we haven't seen a lot of this year, because now he's been placed on injured reserve, and he'll miss at least the next four weeks. That's that's Bills corner Kyer Elam. That's the corresponding move you make to bring in Joseph. Yeah, who, as you pointed out, was not on the field last week, and I don't know if his ankle was bothering him in training camp or week one he was inactive. Now, I don't remember. said he was on the injury report. I don't remember the injury report that had Kyrie Elam. And maybe it was from a, a week ago or two weeks ago. This has been bothering him. Um, Sean McDermott, you know, sure sounds a little sketchy when talking about Kyer Elam going to injured reserve. See if you hear what we hear. Well, I mean, it's, he's, he's, uh, he's got the ankle going on, and um, beyond that, there's nothing you can do, and uh, we'll assess it when, when his ankle's better and, and see where it takes us. Surgery for that? Is that just kind of recovery? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the kind of the polish on that at this point, the latest information. When did you suffer that injury? Yeah. Man, I think... Uh, you know, going back, I think it happened um, several weeks ago. Um, and so um, it's just been kind of an ongoing thing here for, for several weeks. He was on the injury report week seven. Okay. Following Jacksonville. Okay. Or in London. So, okay. okay but, but not last week? I no, he was he... on. Yeah, he was on there last week, too. And okay. was inactive. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I uh... he was. Okay. Yes, and he was a full participant every day of practice. And what didn't have a game injury status. He, he, he didn't have an injury status at all last week. 
and he was limited, but he didn't again didn't have a injury status for the the next game. So enough. How do you go from you're okay to play to injured reserve? There's a gray area here, danger, and I don't think the NFL is really going to kind of investigate no. it. But are, are you fine with the Bills kind of maybe using a loophole here, perhaps? I mean, I, I would imagine if they're doing it, every other team in the NFL is probably doing likewise. Uh, if Kyrie Elam's ankle is bothering him and you need to put him on IR so he can get rest over four weeks, yeah, I would say that that's probably... I mean, if you were to ask me, who do you think is more injured right now, Kyrie Elam or Josh Allen? Uh, if all things are equal, I'd say Josh Allen's probably feeling a little bit more than Kyrie Elam, but I don't know the severity of that ankle injury, so I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I I might be in the minority, but I think the Bills are working Kyrie Elam slowly. That they're not quite that they they might feel like the clock isn't ticking as fast as we do. He's a first round draft pick. He's got some talent. He's got some ability, but he just hasn't figured it out. This year, this year was has been a rough one for him. It, it's a step back. It, it, clearly, this is a step back. But they're not throwing in the towel on him. I think this is almost like, hey, kid, go to the corner for a few weeks, get sorted. When you come back, let's let's reassess. Let's see where we're why. At. Like he's an asset, and the idea, like, what were you going to get for him at the trade deadline? I mean, honestly, like you were not trading for a seventh round pick. You're not doing it for a pick swap. Why? Why? Like you would keep him around. For one, for the hope that you can straighten it out, and that'll be a camp storyline next year. And also, let's let the general manager save face here a little bit and his staff, okay? Because that, if you if you parted ways, not even a full two seasons in. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that by this time next year, roll the tape, by this time next year, Kyrie Elam is is somebody we're not talking about because he's doing his job. And that will be that. I'm not so sure he gets out of Fisher next year or, or makes Oof. the team next year. Well, uh, you know, he'll come back. He'll be a body, but you have to bring in more competition at that position. <laughs> that would be that would be a pretty massive admission of failure by Brandon Bean to cut Kyrie Elam before his third, third year, year, a first-round pick. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they – I get the sense that they still believe in him, that they, they still want to give him that opportunity and will work with him. It, it's probably something that we we don't see, we don't hear, we don't know. We don't know the attitude of Kai Elam. We don't know how he presents himself in team meetings or, or you know when he's off the field with the coaches or any of that mm-hmm. stuff, right? He might not – he just might not be a guy that they like. They might just be like, we don't like this guy. We wish we liked him, but we just don't. He just doesn't fit. Man, I I don't know. Yeah. We you know it could be any of those things, but we it we, was a, it was a rough game over in London. That was the last time we saw him. We do know yeah. it. We won't see him for the next four weeks, and it would probably have been li- unlikely that we would have seen him for the next four weeks, even if he was uh, not on IR. But Kyrie Elam going to injured reserve for the next four with Linval Joseph coming in the new addition today. Uh, defensive tackle for the Buffalo Bills. 866-4FAN if you want to join us. It's 585-866-4326. We get you covered. So, Gino, yesterday you were watching the Sabres. Um, I was checking out the World Series. and But, and, I look, I got over in time to check out what I needed to in the World Series. Missed score sendings. Yeah, runs, yeah. whatever. Um, it was, uh, look, it, as far as, as 
elimination games go in the World Series, there was some drama there. I mean, the, the you got the sense as the game kept going, you get into the fifth inning, and the Diamondbacks keep getting opportunities and keep stranding runners on base, and, and Uvalde keeps getting out of these jams, that the longer this game goes like this, it's just a matter of time before Texas pops. And, of course, late in the game, Texas pops. They get the 5 nothing win. They win the series in five games over the Arizona Diamondbacks for their first World Series title. Bruce Boshi's fourth World Series title. He had three with the Giants. This is first with the Texas Rangers. So celebration happening in Texas as the Rangers World Series win draws to a conclusion the 2023 Major League Baseball. Baseball season. Yeah, good for the Texas Rangers, but is good there... for Jacob Degrom. Yeah. yeah, how about that? How about that, Jacob Degrom? Like now, I actually feel bad for the guy. Right? Like, is there a more like faceless organization, Texas Rangers? Like, there's no fans. When the they Rangers. met the uh, owner when they introduced the owner. I'm like, that's the owner of the Rangers. No idea. <laughs> no. Just... Good for him. Yeah, looks like a. <laughs> uh, you can join us anytime here in the sports bar. This is our number. You can call it. It's 866-4FAN, 866-4326. Luke in Rochester wants to talk some bills. Hey, Luke. Hello. Um, guys, I think you guys are too harsh. I don't think that Elam played all that bad in that Jacksonville game. I know that everyone's saying that, but my actual observance of it, he got beat one time when he was truly in man-to-man by Ridley at a critical point in the fourth quarter. Uh, it was a great third down catch, but Ridley ran an obscure route similar to like Stevie Johnson used to. It was great on Ridley's part. All the other time, and there weren't that many, maybe two or three other times that he was beat, he was in that stupid zone that McDermott favors. So I, I hear what you're saying, Luke, but you call McDermott's defense that stupid zone like it or not, that's the defense Kyer Elam has to learn to play. And if he can't play in that defense, then he will not be on the field. Sometimes I, I'd say this too, Luke, like in the stupid zone, it's kind of hard for us, you or me or anybody else to kind of determine, all right, who exactly missed the assignment there? Something's off here. And we're just trying to figure that out. And I guess I'm going to turn around, Luke. What is off here? Because how does somebody who draft as a first round pick and you think he's in this competition and then all of a sudden he's an active week one. Like something's off. Something's been off here since the beginning here with Kyrie Lim. We're just trying to figure it out. I know what it is. McDermott and trying to uh, bestow accolades on Dane Jackson says Jackson keeps everything in front of him. No, knows uh, his limitations. I, I guess he doesn't like it that Elam wants to actually play more aggressive. Hmm. I don't know. But, you know, what we know of Elam is this, and, and we've known this about him from the first moment we laid eyes on him at St. John Fisher's rookie year. He's handsy and he could be a liability yeah. in terms of, you know, uh, penalties and pass interference and holding. Um, I, I, my first my first view of, of Kyrie Elam at training, he was wearing the oven mitts, remember? Yeah. In practice, they had the mitts on him so that he couldn't use his hands. They force him to not use his hands. And I don't know that they've broken him of that as of yet. And, and also, furthermore, Luke, if you look at some of the pro football focus numbers on Kyrie Elam last year and even this year, his, his grades are actually better in zone than they are in man. I can't explain it. I'm not really sure what it is that they're seeing or not seeing. You know, 
we're being harsh on Kyrie. I'm I'm not being harsh on him. I think he's still going to be a part of this team's plans long-term, but it clearly is not the case this year because Kyrie Lim has not seen the field very often and he won't be seeing the field for the next four weeks with this injury. Luke, thank you. I like calls like that. People yeah. there say, hey, I got a different angle. You guys are a little off. Yeah, that's what sports talk is supposed to be about. Then we have this angle here from Jim texting me. Kyrie Lim sucks, plain <laughs> and simple. Thank you, Jim. Uh, he's a bust. He's a bum. Get rid of him. Get rid of him while you still can. I don't, you're not going to see him again this year, right? To IR you go. And, but you uh, can't say that because you don't know about injuries. And, and you, you, if you're pressed into a situation. Oh, boy. If you're pressed into a situation where you have to use him later this season, are you going to get a different Kyrie Elam? Maybe a healthy Kyrie Elam? Let's see. Let's see. I'm not, I'm not dismissing him just yet, even though it appears like the coaches have dismissed him. He can't get a jersey on game day. You know, it, it's also the Trey White injury, how it has kind of an effect. You wouldn't right. even be thinking about any of this because he would be corner four. Wouldn't have been, there'd be no pressure. It would have been Benford and maybe a little Dane Jackson opposite Trey White. This is the cascading effect of injury. Here. That's right. And those injuries will continue to happen through the course of the season, unfortunately. So we'll monitor that through the course of the season. Here with Kyrie Elam for the next four weeks on IR. And you've got a new defensive tackle in Linval Joseph, who we expect to see some of on Sunday night. And I think the same could be said for Rasul Douglas. Uh, the the expectations for these new players. Sean McDermott earlier today. Well, I think first the biggest thing is, um, A, are they healthy and and have that capacity to, to play a game? And then and they're, they're both in kind of different situations. And then beyond that is adapting to the system and the terminology. I mean, they're both experienced players, so they've probably done systematically everything that that we do because they've been to multiple teams. It's just more the terminology. Okay. Let's get going here. Bills and Bengals, uh, Sunday, 4 o'clock pregame coverage here on the fan. Um, I, we were joined earlier by Thad Brown, and I thought he brought up a good point. Like, this is a game where you see the Bengals, what they did last week, uh, last time they played the Buffalo Bills in the postseason. They got up to a 14 nothing lead. This is what the Bengals do. They want you playing from behind. And this is the one team danger. All right, can I go back on something? You're moving the goalpost? Well, I hate when McDermott does this. Should the Buffalo Bills be playing complimentary football? <laughs> you only say that when you're the underdog. Let's let's be clear on that. You only say that when you're facing a tough offense. Yeah, of course. Of course. Look, you said it. I agree. This comes down to whether or not 17 can make the right decision. Can he make the right decision? Can he look the way he looked early in the Tampa game? And, you know, Tampa's defense wasn't great. But Josh Allen was able to find and exploit the weaknesses and and spread the ball, and he was a dual threat. He kept that defense on their heels, and when we've seen him do that through the course of his career, chances are the Bills are going to win. It's the turnovers. It's the points off the turnovers. It's the, the early holes that kill the Buffalo Bills. And the Bengals have done to teams what teams have done to the Bills in the instances where the Bills have lost, it's the early lead that you gave up to the New England Patriots. It's the four turnovers you had against the Jets. Yeah, you can't have those kind of mistakes and if you're if you're going to stay competitive against a good team like the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, a little bit of breaking news from the world of hockey here at Danger. Ow! 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 
It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Sabres have just called up Lucas Ruszek. Okay. So, which is interesting because Kulik is second in the American Hockey League in goals right now at seven. Uh, Lucas, this is not his uh, going to be his debut. He he made it up uh, last year. Yeah. Big night for ben, uh, Brandon Byro, which we love to see, uh, getting two goals uh, last night in the Sabres win. Over the Flyers, his first NHL goal, and he followed it up with uh, an empty netter. So Brandon Byro making an impact. That game was sloppy. <laughs> they was were fortunate blue. to get the win on that one, boy. Blue. What did they have? Fifteen shots. Okay, that, can I be Mister Positive? Sure. It was an ugly game, but you still won. That's right. So like those games before, pack it in. You're well, losing five two, and, and then... you had a good performance from UPL, That's which I too. think was a big, big part wow. How about this? The UPL curve, could he actually be the guy? Like, we were saying this all along. He should have stayed in Rochester longer. He didn't get the playoff experience. I'll say something. Why do you need a guy between the pipes? Why not have two? I mean, if you look at teams that win Stanley Cups now, it's not one goalie. It's not a franchise goalie. It's it's a guy who comes in and gets hot, and you ride that wave. And if UPL is hot right now while Devin Levi continues to recover from his injury, then keep riding the hot hand. Yeah, I would go right back to UPL. Same team. Yeah. Like, Why not? Yeah. Because um, he's playing well. And uh, he got him one last night. Boy, that was uh, not a great performance in the, in the Sabres get out of Philadelphia uh, with the win, not so fortunate for the Amherst at home last night. Disappointing performance, seven two, uh, the final against Syracuse. Yeah, Utica coming in tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, another tough North Division opponent uh, for the Rochester Americans uh, at Blue Cross Arena. We'll have that action for you here on the Fan Rochester tomorrow night, starting at seven. Speaking of tomorrow, uh, more hockey talk with uh, John Martis. Mart Martis Martis. Tell me, we've talked to John before. Yeah. Why am I botching his name? Yeah, Matisse. John Matisse. John Matisse. I want to say you weren't there, but he's really knowledgeable. So I think it's a good time to talk to because I think hockey kind of had this moment of reckoning with the you know the death of Adam Johnson. So we're going to talk to John Matisse here, and we'll ask him for his opinion here. Okay, the Sabres are at 500. Is this the same old Sabres? I mean, like get somebody from the outside who's not going to. I really think that if you're in the NHL, Come Thanksgiving, if your team is above 500 or you find yourself somewhere in a playoff position, that you're in such a better sh- better position to close out the season in that playoff position than if you're a team that, that starts off in the hole. We've seen it happen in the NHL, and you can gain ground quickly uh, after a slow start and end up in the postseason, but the odds are in your favor if by the time you get to Thanksgiving, you find yourself above 500 or you find yourself in one of those playoff positions. Yeah, I always look at the first. <laughs> That's, you know, I always like, And I think back to St. Louis. They That's were the right. worst team in the league uh, at the end of the year. And then all of a sudden, yeah, well, they want to stand the cup. Uh, Mike and Sodas Bay, what's going on, Mike? Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. Not going to miss my last chance to talk baseball. Good. Before the season, I guess, is done. The uh, I love the fact uh, the topic is Bochi, where, where he rates in great managers. The fact that he's taken three teams to pennants, and he's won four series with two different teams, and he, I, I just think he's done an amazing job. 
because he's been in markets that aren't normally recognized here on the East Coast, he hasn't got the attention he deserves. Totally. And Mike, yeah. I mean, when you look at some of these numbers, it, it's hard to, to it, you look at the resume and you're like, how is he not considered one of the best managers of all time, if not the best? 11-0 and on the road in this postseason. That's a mark that that I don't know if anybody's beating that. That's un, That's ridiculous. And then to, to have won 15 of 16 playoff series, that's impressive. I, I, I Yeah, no, Mike, I'll also, sorry, Mike, I also added this. <laughs> this Texas team, really, I thought in July, had no pitching. So I, he's got to get some of the credit here. Evaldi, all of a sudden, all that promise that Yankee fans had and Sox fans had and everybody else, Evaldi and everybody else, and somehow that bullpen was substandard. It didn't even matter. He, he knew what button to push. Right. That, and that, I mean, that's the, the modern baseball axiom is the best bullpen wins and the worst bullpen won. Mm. Well, and Mike, it was. Chad- a- yeah, it was uh, it was a fun season for sure, and and uh, the Rangers cap it off with uh, their first World Series title. And now, well, now we get we get to look ahead to see who's going to land Shohei. Free agency oh. has begun. That'll be a big thing. I one more for this year. Texas Rangers. Who's the greatest Texas Ranger of all time? I try to do that with all teams, and that one's kind of a stumper. Who's the greatest Ranger of all time? It's Nolan Ryan for me. Yeah, and that was his fourth club, and he was at the end of his career. Do you go? Uh, yeah, Juan, like a, a, a Juan Rod. Gonzalez, A Rod, Ugh, Juan, not A Rod. Juan, Juan Gonzalez, uh, Pudge. How about Jeff Burrows, <laughs> <laughs> Rafael Palmero? Oh my! <laughs> I, it's Nolan Ryan for me. I, I mean, I just think Nolan Ryan is kind of synonymous with that club, and I, I don't know. I mean, it feels like he kind of put them. On the map. What about Pudge Rodriguez? That's it. I think so. I would go with Pudge. Yeah. Brian's the one I first think of. Good stuff, Mike. Yeah, Mike. The, you listen. Love you guys. Yeah, thanks for listening, Mike. Good call. <laughs> Remind me when we talk to PJ next Wednesday. When we talk about the Rangers, which we're having a debate. Who's the best Ranger of all time? Could it be Wait, Nolan Ryan? Wait a second. He played for the... He played for the Orioles too. You might know him, and he yeah, was also he was like, a Cub for a part of his yeah, career. Yeah, and he was like, "I will not do steroids." Right? Yeah. right. Why is yeah. his last name escaping me, PJ? It's Raphael. <laughs> Raphael, what? Palmero. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to a round of shots next in the sports Yeah, something funny happened at well, a couple things happened that were funny. We will play the audio that you want. The year following last night's win, and God, it was better than we could have imagined. I, I really, it exceeded my expectations. Yes. I mean, if I if I'm being nitpicky, the booze seemed a little light just because I, I think a lot of the fans ducked out of the, the the stadium, and the Ranger fans that were still there, they were they were as loud as they could be. But it was it was his it was Manfred getting like screechy with his yeah, voice. Yeah, like, it's he, yes, it's it's. It's gold. I love it. Um, boy, could could the other teams in the Big Ten force out, you know, or punish Michigan here? That's what they're trying to do. We'll go over the latest in the Michigan cheating scandal here, and uh, yeah, the complicated legacy of. 
Bob Knight. We'll dive into that. Yeah, uh, spent some time talking about that to open our show. We'll get to that and more next with a round of shots. You can join us at 585-8664-FAN. 866-4326, The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia, 95.7 FM, and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football season is here. Gather your friends, brew for your favorite team, and grab a cold, crisp Yingling traditional lager or Yingling flight for all the college and pro football games. Yingling Lager, a true iconic American classic. Yingling Flight, an easy drinking, clean, and refreshing light option with only 95 calories. Either way, you win. Enjoy Yingling Traditional Lager or Yingling Flight at Hooligan's Eastside Grill and the Coach Sports Bar in Webster in all Beers of the World locations. DJ Yingling and Son, Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Please drink responsibly. Green 420! Green 420! Your game day vape place is at the Cloud Factory Vape and Smoke Shops, where great tasting at a great price doesn't have to be a fantasy. The Cloud Factory is stocked with an MVP selection of glass tailgating accessories. You might even find something in your favorite team colors. Shop the Cloud Factory Vape and Smoke Shops for a fine selection of cigars, wraps, papers, CBD, Delta Concentrate, and flower devices. Across from Debbie Supply in East Rochester and Ridge Road in Webster. First down! Hi, this is Gene Bataglia. Join us for the excitement of St. John Fisher University football this season here on The Fan Rochester. The Cardinals are on the road this weekend at Morrisville. Kickoff is Saturday at noon. Our pregame coverage will begin at 11.30. St. John Fisher football is brought to you in part by Camp Good Days and Special Times, Canandaigua National Bank and Trust, Monroe Roadways, Whitney and & Company, and by Top Notch Monogramming. St. John Fisher football. Coverage begins this Saturday at 11.30 here on The Fan Rochester. <laughs> This is Jim Betlam. Did you know there's money available right now to help you pay for heating and insulation that can dramatically reduce your monthly energy use? At John Betlam, we're ready to help you get that money while it's available. There are incredible programs for heat pumps. Our carrier heat pumps are super energy efficient, and they offer air conditioning and heating all in the same system. 
And right now you can get up to $8,000 in rebates, plus up to $2,000 in federal tax credits. Improve your insulation and air sealing too, and you can get another $5,000 through New York State, plus up to $1,200 more in federal tax credits. Then qualify for 15-year financing at an incredible 3.99%, and the monthly payment is often less than the average monthly savings on your energy bill. Turn to the experts at John Betlam. Let's see what you qualify for. Call us or visit johnbetlam.com and click on Save Up to $16,200. We promise to make you more comfortable and save you more money. I think we're lost again. Wait, what does that sign over there say? Caution, wildlife crossing? No, next to it. If you're a 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of serious consequences from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Ouch, I didn't know that. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. RSV vaccines, including Pfizer's, are available. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day. And for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry, with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Follow your heart to a $268 lease deal from Vision Hyundai. Just $268 a month leases the 2024 Hyundai Tucson SEL all-wheel drive for 36 months. Plus, every Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10 years, and 100,000-mile powertrain, limited warranty, and Hyundai Assurance. Call 888-747-0516 for details. Three locations, three times the selection. Follow your heart to VisionHyundaiRochester.com. Fill your game day cooler with the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Smooth, real brewed tea with a 5% kick of alcohol. Look for the bright yellow cans. Twisted Tea. Keep it twisted. Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Please drink responsibly. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Sabres. The Rochester Americans. All of the sports we care about in Rochester are right here on The Fan Rochester. Listen anytime on the free Odyssey app. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Bills adding some depth on the defensive line. Linval Joseph, a defensive tackle, came in to leave with the Giants as a second-round pick. He's 35 years old, spent half of last season with Philadelphia, the deal taking up the rest of the cap space, essentially, here for the Bills. One year, $3.7 million. Meanwhile, Sean McDermott has no concerns about quarterback Josh Allen. He's If he's out there, he's playing. Um, so... Certainly, we're aware of his situation, um, but feel confident from what the medical team has shared with me that um, he should be ready to go. Allen was a full participant at practice today. Bills and Bengals, our pregame coverage Sunday begins at 4 o'clock here on the Fan Rochester. Week 9 of the NFL season begins tonight. It's the Titans and Steelers from Pittsburgh. Gene Bataglin, the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, the Fan Rochester. If you want pure, unfiltered, unadulterated sports, you've come to the right place. 95.7 FM, The Fan, Rochester. 63 years is a long time to wait, but the Texas Rangers are World Series champions. It's my distinct pleasure 
to present the Commissioner's Trophy to Ray Davis, Neil Liebman, and Chris Young. That's Commissioner Peter Brady last night <laughs> dishing off the trophy to the Texas Rangers. That was... I think that was better than I I had hoped for. Yeah, the only thing that could have been better would be more booze in the background. Yeah. Really, that kind of let let it be known. There how were much- booze, and it, but it felt like the voice cracking was almost as a reaction to the booze. Like, how can you boo me? I don't understand. I'm the commissioner of Major League Baseball. Now, a friend of mine said that the the theory he's working on, or what he heard, was that they actually muted the announcement that the commissioner. We all heard the announcement on TV, but they muted the announcement in the stadium Uh, that the commissioner was handing out the trophy. As if the fans don't know who the guy is handing out the commissioner's trophy. Yeah, you look up at the scoreboard, and there he is, a picture of him handing out the trophy. And what you're going to do is you're going to boo, and you're going to boo unmercifully. Yeah, the Texas Rangers. Can we say that was the greatest postseason history from the standpoint of just on the road? Of course. Yeah, they were the first setting. team. Yeah, eleven and zero on the road during the postseason. Uh, they become just the third team in baseball history to win the World Series within two seasons of losing a hundred games. The other teams: nineteen sixty nine Mets and the nineteen fourteen Boston Braves. Oh, just quickly, uh, I, I couldn't help but notice they flashed up the logo of the nineteen fourteen Boston Braves. Was anybody wildly offended by that? Because I, I would think that they would come up with a different, you know, the, the old Boston Braves logo looks kind of similar to what Washington had to walk away from. Really? Oh, yeah. I was not familiar. I mean, we were... Oh, okay, I don't know what the... We don't even had. refer to Canandaigua Academy's nickname anymore because we don't want, you know, we want to make sure we I, I'm at work, so I'm not going to Google it, but I'll take your word for it. Like, I don't want to... Just a side note Yeah, uh, Couldn't help but notice. Yeah, first title for the Rangers in the Metroplex since the 2011 Dallas Mavericks. Hmm. And the Cowboys, what was... <laughs> it's been a few decades. Yeah. Now, yeah. No, look, um... I was kind of happy for those guys. I mean, they looked like a team that really was, they, they were tight. They were galvanized. I thought Uvalde was an absolute stud this postseason. Looked great. I mean, the, the longer that game went, the more I'm like, this is going to go Texas's way. They're stranding too many runners. Uvalde's, you know, getting hit, hit all over the place. And they're not, they're, he's getting out of these jams. It was just a matter of time before that offense woke up. Arizona security, by the way, guarding the pool out there so that no Rangers could go jump. Oh, in the pool. boo, boo, boo. exactly. That's Let them have terrible. Some fun. Yeah, come on. Yeah, first time this season the Emmerichs lost at home. wasn't close last night, seven to two. Devin Cooley got pulled in the third before Michael Hauser came in and mopped up in the final twelve minutes. Yuri Kulik now has seven goals in the season, good for second in the AHL, but he does not get the call up today. Lucas Ruschek going up to the Sabers. Emmerichs back home tomorrow night against Utica. Uh, this is how you know it's going to be a better year for the Sabres. They were bad last night from an uh, execution standpoint, yet they still won. They were outshot, but they come away with the two points on the road, 5-2. to two. Brandon Byro scoring two in his NHL debut, first in the blue paint. It's pretty cool. Obviously, it's been a long road to get here. So, um, you know, to finally get one um, after a long time. And I haven't played a game in almost two years, so uh, it's definitely been a grind to get here. And just uh, a little weight off the shoulders. Uh, Tomer made a great play. Uh, I kind of saw him shoulder check and knew he was going to give it to me. We made a little eye contact out there. So um, I just tried to find a little bit of a soft spot in front of the net. And 
think the puck might have hit their goalie stick and kind of popped to the weak side, and I was able to, to be first on I love what he just said there, because if you play hockey, you know exactly mm-hmm. what he's talking We made a little eye contact there. When you yeah. make that eye contact and you know your guy sees yeah. you, you see him, you're open, it's just about finishing. It was kind of an ugly goal, but that's what you want. Yeah. You just go to the net there, and good things can happen. Uh, he becomes just the fourth Sabre to score two goals in their first game. Uh, Maxim Fenneganoff, Dave Andrewchuk, and Ken Sutton, the others. Same two teams tomorrow night in Buffalo. Bobby Knight leaves behind a complicated legacy. I think that's fair to say. On the court, 902 games he won with Army, Indiana, and Texas Tech. He won three national championships in Indiana, including an undefeated season in 1976. That has not happened since in the sport, but Knight fired by that same Indiana school. He was also arrested in Puerto Rico for punching a police officer. He also <laughs> made terrible remark about rape to Connie Chung. Bobby Knight was 83. We started the show by talking a little bit about our memories of Bobby Knight, and I just feel like you know his passing is another part of my childhood that's kind of slowly died off. I, I remember hearing about the antics, and I remember seeing about the antics, but I think I was maybe a little bit too young to really recognize how impactful and hurtful some of the things he might have done through the course of his career were. And what makes me sad for Bobby Knight is that his legacy to me is defined more by those antics than they are by the wins or the men that he helped sculpt through that program to, to become successes in their own way. I know that he was unorthodox and he was offensive and, and did a lot of things that, that, that would not fly in today's world. Uh, but I just, I'm, I'm sad for his legacy that I'm, I'm thinking Don't about. Be sad. This is what he did though, right? right. This is what, yeah. So, so I mean, I, I, I guess I would love to be able to say here that he was the, at the time the greatest college basketball coach of all time and just leave it at that. But we spend more time talking about the throwing the chair and the choking the he player. He said it himself. This is a clip that's making its way around. Somebody asked him, "What do the day you die, what do people want to remember you as? Well, hang me upside down and kiss my ass. You know, like, <laughs> like okay, well, that well, was... I, I'm not going to go that far. Um, I, You know... I, I guess that we, we lost an icon. I mean, if anything you could say in college basketball, he was iconic. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm not, wasn't surprised by the news or gutted by the news or anything like that. I just, my immediate thought was more about the antics than it was about the success. Yeah. And I just wonder someday with Jim Beheim, are we having a similar, I, I don't think we're having to that degree, but the Beheim legacy, Hey, he won a lot of games Wait, there were some penalties along the way. Ooh, the Bernie Fine story happened under his watch. There's, yeah, this wasn't the cleanest of programs at Syracuse. No, and and he's got he's got some blood on his hands, right? I mean, like there's he's walking away from the program at a time where uh, I think everybody just tired of the act. And, he, you know, nothing as extreme as, as what you saw from Knight and choking players and bringing out a bullwhip to practice. But still, like, eh, not great. No. Zoom call Wednesday with Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti. Hey. And the head football coaches of the conference. And guess what this was about? Hey, it's me, Tony Petiti. I'm, I'm, I'm the head of the Big Ten, and I, here's what I want. If we're going to do a Zoom call, let's meet in person next time. Get some ziti from the Olive Garden or get some sauce in here, and let's go. <laughs> go meet you at Rockies, don't Yeah, Tony uh, Petiti here. Uh, the call lasted 90 minutes, which is the funny part. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was at the beginning, spoke his piece. 
And then he got off. I don't know if he was asked to leave, but he just kind of left. That's when things got emotional with the other coaches. Uh, Coach, can you leave the call so we can talk about you behind your back? Thank you very much. (laughs) Coaches used uh, words such as tainted, fraudulent, unprecedented on the call to describe uh, the steal uh, signal stealing scheme. Shocking. Uh, You know, right now, like. Can they actually do anything? Probably not here. Uh, so that uh, that's to be noted. Um, and for one more time, Danger, because it is the end of the baseball season, and we did have the commissioner. Can we please have Rob Manfred closing out the season? 63 years is a long time to wait, but the Texas Rangers are World Series champions. It's my distinct pleasure to present the commissioner's trophy to Ray Davis, Neil Liebman, and Chris Young. God, get that man a Ricola. <laughs> he sounds like the pimply kid on The Simpsons. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, congratulations to the Texas Rangers on winning the World Series. And congratulations to me on hitting puberty. What was that? I loved it. I loved it. I w- I stayed up just for the booze. I mean, I knew the, the Rangers were going to win at a certain point. You're like, okay, yeah. I could pack it. In. I'm like, I'm not packing this in. I got to see the celebration, and I got to see what happens when Manfred gets on stage. Yeah, because hockey's taking the fun away. It's like they they you you know they kind of bull rush Gary Bettman. It's like, oh, there he is, hand in the cup, and you don't have that chance. Bettman doesn't address the crowd. That's that's smart. The, yeah. They kind of realize this is not good to just make this a tradition, but I, I'm, I'm totally fine. This becomes our tradition in baseball. Let's boom well, Rob Manfred. I, it's just such a bad look. You know, like if you're Rob Manfred, you you have to be, I think he is self-aware enough to know you're going to get booed. You can go up there and let, let uh, the, the TV crew hand it over. You know, we're here with commissioner Rob Manfred and we're here, you know, and, and then, you know, Instead of handing the mic to to Manfred or in the case of the NFL to to Goodell or, you know, I I think Bettman gets it by not addressing the crowd. You're not opening yourself up to a chorus of boos that I think just makes you look dumb. Well, congratulations to the Rangers. And with that, the baseball season comes to an end. And, well, that means we know what's ahead of us. No, no, no. It means we have the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. Okay. Except for the Padres, who can't make payroll. No. We have last call on the way next. I know we have uh, some some calls standing by already. You can get in at 585-866-4FAN, 866-4326. We'll try to get to you here before we close up shop. Tell you about who's stopping by the sports bar tomorrow afternoon on The Fan Rochester. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Get ready to start the NFL week off right because right now all customers get a no-sweat same-game parlay for tonight's Thursday night football game. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay parlay on tonight's game between the Titans and the Steelers, and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular same-game parlays pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Visit FanDuel.com slash Mike so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner 
partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. The T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Last call on the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia. What do you got over there, Gino? I got some audio. This is from the Bengals locker room this afternoon. This is Tyler Boyd uh, talking about... uh, Well, I'll let Tyler explain it here. When we wanted to snow, a couple of their players... Uh, was saying if it wasn't snowing that they would have beat us. So we're here now. <laughs> Apparently, Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase claiming that Bill's players won in the playoffs because of the conditions. That's what they were saying, that it's something crazy to say, uh, Jamar Chase today. Nobody knows any Bills player that said that post game whatsoever that the Bills lost that game because of the conditions. Well, I, I would think that it'd be the opposite, right? Like the Bills want the conditions, like they it's a, an advantage because they're used to playing in those conditions. That's what we kind of pride ourselves on. Right? Yeah, it's almost like how Michael Jordan would just you know make up things in his head here just to find an edge mm-hmm. here. That's it seems like that's kind of what's happening in the Bengal locker room today. Uh, coming up with this storyline that the Bills said it was the weather or the reason why the Bengals won last time. I, I mean, the reason why the Bengals won last time is they were the better team. They just beat the Bills thoroughly. And they get, were the, the, they outcoached the Bills, too. They, totally. Yeah. I mean, Lou Anarumo is the name that gives me the, 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 you know, the shivers. It makes me nervous for Sunday night because that guy's defense has been an issue for the Buffalo Bills. And, Man, if if they fool Josh Allen and, and bad Josh pokes his head out and and there's an early turnover, that turnover leads to points. Yeah, you know, the Bengals are a good enough team where you're not going to be able to crawl out from that hole as easily as you tried to do it against against a team like the Patriots. 
as an example. So uh, we'll, we'll wait and see, and, and it'll be Sunday night. You can hear the action here on the Fan Rochester. Our pregame coverage gets underway at 4 o'clock. Uh, it is last call at 866-4326. Do we still have uh, Tony waiting on No, home? he hung up. Oh, Tony. Oh, I thought we had a Tony standing by. But Yeah, I mean, no, he's not from your neighborhood, though. Well, I, I could take a guess. He probably is in the vicinity, maybe not exactly in the neighborhood. Uh, tomorrow, another great show lined up for you. John Matisse? I think that we'll, we'll confirm that the score up in uh, Canada, he's their national writer. So it's kind of cool. Like to have an insider like this on the show tomorrow as uh, we'll get his thoughts on not just the Sabres, but what has been kind of a, an awful week for the the sport of hockey here. And we, where we kind of go in terms of player safety also joining us tomorrow. Maybe he'll be on tonight. It's always kind of uh, the roulette wheel of, okay, who is following the sports bar? <laughs> Tonight, it's hot day kick. We have no idea. But I can tell you, tomorrow, it'll be Bart Winkler on our show, 425. As I think it's good to bring him on the show just to figure out a little bit more about this player the Bills got, uh, got in that trade from Green Bay. Also get Bart's thoughts here on the NFL large. And we can also ask him, too, are we ready to close the book here on Jordan Love? Because yeah. it seems like time's running out there. I, I, I wonder if that's a motivational tactic there by Brian Gutekunst yesterday, basically saying that that they're going to assess everything and it, that nothing is guaranteed. Like, you, you you wanted more out of Jordan Love this year, and you're just not getting it. Um, no coaching being discussed here. Like, no coaching changes. It's not LaFleur's problem. It's Jordan mm, Love. It's solely yeah, a Jordan yeah, Love or, problem. Or maybe everybody out after this year. Well, we'll see. Um, but I'm sure Bart has some thoughts on that as well. Being in Milwaukee, there in the heart of Packers country, Bart Winkler from CBS Sports Radio joins us tomorrow afternoon on the show, right around 425. And who knows, maybe Bart is up next here on the fan Rochester. If you missed Thad Brown from News 8 Sports or Andy Barron's from Yahoo Fantasy Sports, you can get those conversations wherever you get your shows. Search out the Sports Bar and the free-to-download Odyssey app or Apple Podcasts. You'll get all of our guest appearances and all of our shows listed for you right there and don't forget about our video stream and help us grow our community on youtube and twitch at the fan rochester like and subscribe we appreciate you checking out the sports bar more next on the fan odyssey has sports for every fan keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts a-u-d-a-c-y odyssey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.